0: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Neve Cavanaugh,
1: and I'm Garold Farrelly, and you're listening to Agony Rants, the 100th
0: episode. Yeah! Sorry, I've like the excitement there. <laughs> 100,
1: 100. We're 100, Neve.
0: I know, and we didn't even get a like a, a telegram. I
1: walked in here. <laughs>
0: I, thought, I, I, thought, was here, kind of I thought there'd be tinsel. No.
1: I thought there might be a confetti cannon. I thought Michael D. Higgins might be sitting in the corner with a check. I know. Uh, I was most excited for the check. I'm not going to lie. Know. <laughs> I know. Michael, what else is he doing? <laughs> sitting up in the park with a couple of mutts. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so we're here with, with a decided lack of fanfare.
0: I know. I know. I don't know if this is where I should tell you that one of them died. Oh, that's very sad. Broad died, yeah. Oh. I know, very sad. Oh, that's sad. There you go.
1: What a joy. Still, <laughs> the man has a chauffeur-driven car. <laughs> We're in McGinnis' place. He could be down here. We're not in rush hour traffic. He could have been down here eight minutes. He could have been. Eight minutes. Could have been. I'd have moved my car so they could have had the guard to escort up the lane. <laughs> am I double parked in a disabled spot? Yes, I am. Yes, I am.
0: Do you think he's listening now, (laughs) thinking, "I wish it was there."
1: I'd say he probably is. He is, yeah, yeah. I can't believe I
0: missed that milestone.
1: A hundred percent. I know. I I do think that in the analysis of his presidency, (laughs) I think one of the failures will be this morning, right, and his failure to appear at the centenary of a national treasure. It's not just mine, to be fair. Well. Okay. The way I was spoken to <laughs> in the cafe this morning <laughs> made me think actually it is <laughs> it is just Neve's day. No, it is just look no, day. Look, the fact that he never remembers your name it's nothing. It's nothing personal. I have told that man my name, I, no less than fifteen times. I know, I know, but you don't have the red. It's hairs. disrespect at this point. <laughs> it's he's like, oh Neve, how are you? Oh, and here is your latte. What are you? Who's this irrelevance with you? We okay. haven't seen him before. I have a question. Go on. What's his name? Robbie. Yeah. Well done. Do you know? I <laughs> Did was... I know that before this morning? No, no, it, no I didn't. <laughs> and,
0: and why do you know it? Because I because said. He didn't
1: remember. He didn't no. remember my when name. What
0: happened at the beginning of the conversation? I said, "Hello, Robbie." How are you today?
1: That's right. Right. Because
0: you don't use notes when you get a name. I know I don't. (laughs) I wrote it in my phone and I knew it was coming today. (laughs) And I looked it up. And there it is. Hello, Rob. And I went in there and I said, Hello, Robbie.
1: It's Robbie from Honey Truffle. He's a lovely man. Gorgeous boy. Absolutely gorgeous. Makes a
0: lovely cup of coffee. Makes
1: a lovely cup of coffee. (laughs) Makes me feel like absolute dog shit before I go into a recording. (laughs) But the coffee's lovely. But he always remembers to go back.
0: He always remembers that you got the low road.
1: Yeah. It seems, really, I, I feel like that's a really <laughs> odd piece of information for him to retain about us
0: Well I was so excited about the 100th episode this morning that I actually forgot my jacket it was I was staying at my mum and dad's last night and I forgot my jacket and my mum said to my dad text me and tell her she's forgotten her jacket and she must have made me lunch and fruit and left it beside me but I didn't see it but she didn't actually say there's your lunch so I've forgotten that as well so Aww. I wrote back and I said don't worry I'll eat my fruit to mum and then she she said, she always has bananas in the car. <laughs> Apparently, you we just, always have bananas in the car. But I generally have fruit in the car just because it stops me eating the rubbish because <laughs> how many times do you stop in and you go I'm, I'll just eat
1: that is true actually because the number of times that yeah. I get into your car and you're like there's a, <laughs> you know, it's a bunch of bananas in the passenger seat there
0: yeah I just moved that banana your way there now mind you <laughs> I'm more successful at avoiding the chocolate some days more than others but know, yeah. sometimes you just
1: need it when you're on the road Neve.
0: yeah no it's tough it's tough anyway so I forgot my bananas this morning
1: I do have personal news
0: oh what's your personal news
1: I as Lady Macbeth said I have given suck. Do you know what that means? It means I've had a baby. Now, I remember the day we did Macbeth and I remember our teacher reading it and he was like, I have given suck and it's the best joke I've ever made because I remember saying to the boy that was sitting beside me, it was like, you shouldn't be telling everybody you'll get a reputation. Now, the boy beside me didn't laugh and I thought that was hilarious. That is
0: absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Is that the moment you
1: knew you were going to be a comedian? I think it's one, I think,
0: <laughs> I think. It's a shame he didn't recognise it, it as well. definitely
1: is. But it's not a story you tell on the six o'clock show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've given um, suck. A, and I'll tell you what happened. Do you know actually I have had two children. Sorry before you say that. I have had She's two given children two sucks. <laughs> I, I, I have never used the phrase I have given suck in relation a- to that.
1: Apparently apparently what it, it means <laughs> is it's about um like I've haven't I've I've had children, so I have uh I've I've fed them. Okay, it's, well, I, it's what a woman would I can un- say.
0: Apparently. I can totally understand that. Um, never in my experience have we displayed that we were in different leaving search years there because obviously I didn't do my <laughs> No, because I hadn't been written then. No. <laughs> <laughs> How very dare <laughs> Yeah, actually, Sorry. I did King Lear, <laughs> where somebody was very vengeful. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there for your. You didn't lick it off the stones. No, but there you was no off the nobody giving suck
1: in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, even then, I thought it was a very odd thing to say. But <laughs> sidebar, okay, sidebar. I feel I've had a child. Why? Because I did my first tour show back in Carlo. Right. Now,
0: I am resisting the urge to say something about cons- <laughs> constipation at this point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry I putting you off. Tell me about your gig in Carlo. I
1: did a gig in Carlo, right? GB Shaw Visual Arts Centre. Okay, I love it. Wonderful place. Yeah. Absolutely, gorgeous. course. And do you know what I will say before I go on now? This is not just licking up to them, but sometimes you go into those places and the people are absolute <laughs> Like There are <laughs> places like a name up and down the country. The GB Shaw and Carlo, the lads in there are just so nice. Is this in, and,
0: the, in the visual in, in Carla? Yeah.
1: I love visual. I know their names. Oh. Brian, Jake, and the other one, <laughs> <laughs> Derek. <laughs> <laughs> and it was my first show back. Right. So, so they, and they were absolutely lovely. And it was Aww. lovely. However, I got an incredible email. Tell me about the Afterwards. Email. Tell me. From a man who went to see it with his sister. He went to see the, the show with his sister and his partner. Right. And his sister got. Was laughing so hard she got pains. Okay. And she was thirty nine weeks pregnant.
0: <gasps> Did you send a woman into labour? I sent her into labour. Wow. So yeah. that's going to be the recommendation now. Sex, curry or growed varley. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm up there with raspberry leaf tea.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's an achievement. Girl. I, know. I never thought I'd open
1: a cervix, but here we are. <laughs> Jesus. I really felt
0: Invested Oh my god I really was Was it a boy or a child? Um, well
1: I don't want really, to I don't want really to give away there but Okay but let's it was, it was a girl, girl. So no Goro Dean They sent me a photograph and <laughs> It was a girl Dean But listen but I was so happy I was so amazing. happy And so I was so delighted to tell me. Is
0: that your way of telling me That you're
1: back on the road With Glamour Hammer now? On that subject Why do you hate me Monaghan? They hate me in Monaghan. Why? <laughs> they absolutely hate me. They're not buying Because I got emails that were like, oh, please come to Monaghan, please come to Monaghan. And I put the show on, they were like, we changed our mind. <laughs> oh, really? They're not buying it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Monaghan are not on board. Okay. Um, okay. But I'm at the Intus there in two weeks. It'll just be me. <laughs>
0: okay. I once did a gig there uh, to 12 people and there were like eight of us in the band. So
1: <laughs> anyway... Do you know what the saddest thing in the world, and this used to always happen to me when I was on my tour, Mm. is that I would book into a venue and then you'd show up and they'd be like, oh, you're not in the venue, you're in the foyer. Oh. Because the venue, like, you'd sold so few tickets. They were like, it's not worth us opening the theatre to pay staff. So we're basically going to put a pallet up in the foyer. (laughs) And the the six miseries that have bought your tickets are going to come and sit there and drink coffee and watch you struggle.
0: For me, in my head... I make that night a triumph. I
1: mean, yeah.
0: (laughs) Let's say yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wow. This opening, sometimes we discuss about what we're actually going to talk about at the beginning, but this is nothing like what I was expecting. This is our 100th episode. I know. We have to bask in our glory. This is an achievement. I'm coming on the back of a, a weekend off. I had a weekend off, which is really lovely. And it was started off really well because my son owed his rent at that time so we thought we were going to have this great weekend on the on the rent
1: <laughs> And how did that go? Yeah, Grant
0: <laughs> Grant The thing is he pays his rent to be fair to him but he thinks he's running the whole of our lives with this money that he gives us 50 quid a week But we bought he, three he, bags of chips <laughs> He eats it in, in three days at the rent <laughs> but I love him uh, you know but uh, I mean it's always a big joke.
1: The red today, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, just, he just comes in like, make it rain, make, make it rain. It, he
0: thinks he's running the world with his 50 quid a week. Of
1: course, he does. Good old days,
0: make his little face.
1: Neve. Now, we took a break in that recording, right? We took a break, little break, we break, and we went outside because we were we were bitching that the president we were, wasn't here. We were the tarnished is outside, he is the tarnished is outside with his security detail. I know, and I said, This better not be about Agony Rants. No, Because, because it's this too is late. about Agony Rants centenary. Leave, please. shock, <laughs> president. We don't need a tarnisher. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we don't need a tarnisher.
0: You already have a Eurovision winner.
1: We have a Eurovision winner. I know. Exactly.
0: Uh, I, what I really loved about it is the guy that's with him was looking at me to go and saying, I know your face from somewhere. <laughs> Apparently, I'm on a Spotify list. So there you go. And not the tarnisher. I mean,
1: oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't checked with the tarnished. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I do think, I do think, I thought me thought he was getting a photo op. Oh, is did he? Absolutely not, under no circumstances. <laughs> if we're, if we are doing a photo op, we want a high-ranking politician. <laughs> Thank you very much. A hundred episodes.
0: Jesus wept.
1: Attention, Agni Rents listeners. I am back on tour. Shocker. Back on tour. I'll be on tour until February. We're booking loads of dates in for after Christmas, but it'll be ending in February. Enough is enough. Um, I'm already looking at my phone don't worry about it If you want to come and see me I will be in Nace I'll be in Sligo on the 3rd of November I will be in Ienthus in Monaghan on the 24th of November I think I think it's that weekend (laughs) but yeah I'll be on tour for the next couple of months uh, and I'm really looking forward to it I also have shows in Turles I've got shows uh, they're announced a date in Longford
0: I'm loving the fact that he's looking at my face as if it's written
1: on it (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I should have been more prepared for this. But anyway, (laughs) we're having a lovely time. We are. We're delivering babies left, right and centre. Oh my God, don't stop that. Stop that. (laughs) And uh, yeah, and I'd love you to come. Another mistake. Huge mistake. Huge. Sold out show in Brighton. We put a second night on. Huge mistake. (laughs) As it happens, the capacity of the venue and people that have any interest in me in Brighton that number is exactly the same. Perfect. <laughs> the first one sold like cupcakes. The second one, they're like, no, no. <laughs> enough is enough. You're
0: taking... <laughs> You're taking it too far now.
1: Um If you want to get tickets, go roadfranny.com. Oh, there is also a link in my Instagram bio to anything that has tickets on sale. So the sold-out shows are not there. So you won't be wasting your time. <sighs> that was a good plug, wasn't it? It was amazing. Yeah, fantastic.
0: You can listen to our wonderful podcast ad-free if you subscribe to Headstuff Plus over on headstuffpodcasts.com.
1: We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. If you don't know that in 101 shows, I don't know. I mean, know. I really fear for you. Yeah, We would love you to become a member of Head Stuff Plus because that is how we earn money from the show. We don't earn money Not from a the single show. penny. Not a penny. Not a single penny. But we have just launched our brand new bonus show. It's available to subscribers along with all of the bonus content from all of the shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Also, what you will get is an ad-free version of this show. Yes. So um, I think that's worth it because we've got more ads in.
0: I know. Where yep. we might make some money out of that. but Yeah, we might. We'd prefer to have subscribers.
1: We would prefer to have subscribers. Absolutely. Because
0: we don't want to have to trade our integrity for hard earned cash.
1: Neve doesn't want to trade her integrity for hard earned cash. I have no problem with it. (laughs) Absolutely none whatsoever. I have no integrity whatsoever. I'm all about the cash.
0: Give us the cash.
1: On the table. Show me the money. Show me the money. (laughs) In the interest of collaboration uh, and the spirit of, I guess, not show me the money. <laughs> we are here to promote another show on Headstuff Podcast Network phoning it in. It is a great show. It's an improvised radio show. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like Joe Duffy with comedians. Um, it's hilarious. It is very funny. It is very funny. Here is a little clip. Hello, my name is Dave Coffey, and I'm the host of Phoning It In, the hilarious improvised phone in show. It's like Joe Duffy's line, except we make it all up on the spot. We've got a back catalogue of over 100 episodes featuring some of the best comedy performers in the country people like Kevin McGahern, Alison Spittle, Killian Sunderman, Shane Dan Byrne, Joanne McNally, Michael Fry, Emma Doran, Peter McGann, Hannah Mamelis, Tony Cantwell, and so many more. Join me, Dave Coffee, for phoning it in right here on the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Neve, we have problems. Okay. No, we don't have problems. Neve. we have a follow-up. Oh, okay. On our 100th episode.
0: Imagine a 100th episode follow-up. So I'm interested to see which one is our follow-up. This is a very important follow-up, you know that.
1: Oh yeah, it is, of course. What one would we do? We'd do one or two. One. One. Fire away. Neve. Okay. dulcet tones, please.
0: So I'm going to use my dulcet tones on the hundredth episode, I'm going. Do I need, add, need to add any extra gravitas for this now?
1: No, no. I think I think you're. I think the fact that a Eurovision winner That's is reading su- sufficient a reply or uh, reading uh, an email from somebody that you know we've clearly spent a lot of time discussing, but have absolutely no memory of. Okay. Um, Luckily, I do. Look, need does. Need remembers everything.
0: <laughs> Hello.
1: That's where our Spike comes from. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow. (laughs) Okay. A few months ago, I wrote in about moving my lovely man into my very cluttered apartment. When I listened to your advice, you really gave it to me with both barrels. (laughs) I remember this, actually. I hadn't told my boyfriend that I had written to you because I didn't tell you that I had actually gotten him into the podcast. So we also listen while we're making dinner.
1: Oh, oh, very that's nice. That's a thing,
0: actually. That is a thing. Then, lo and behold, we were listening one evening while we were frying our fish. <laughs> it must have been a Friday. Uh, and there was my Out letter. <laughs> and there was my letter. The haddock
1: is sizzling, darling.
0: Darling. Uh, so uh, he recognised it immediately and I was really mortified of you were so horrified that he put his guitars in storage. We went the next day and got them. Oh, I'm so happy.
1: I'm so happy. Hold on a second now.
0: No, hold on, hold on. This hold is on. not stacking up. No, no, wait, wait, wait. However, that wasn't the last of our ch- changes. We did something that I've always wanted to do. We booked a consultation with a professional declutterer It was amazing. He was absolutely brilliant. My boyfriend did it as a gift to me, but probably mainly to himself. I let go of so much stuff. We got rid of the storage locker and things are great in our house. Anyway, thanks for the kick in the pants, Tina. I'm so pleased. That is a great one. That is a great one. That's a proper follow-up. What a a result for our 100th show.
1: But sorry now, we've had a few people doing this and I feel like there's a bit of like, passive aggression going on here. What does that mean? So, people that are, tell people, oh, listen to the podcast, listen to the podcast, and then they, like, write a letter and go, oh, I'm so shocked.
0: Oh, darling. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) if it starts the conversation, I'd do (laughs) anything. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's good that it starts the conversation. (laughs) But... To be fair, she... But when you tell us, can we please, like, you know, Mm. Let's, let's let's not try and pull the wall over anyone's eyes here no. we know exactly what's going on but well played yeah and the other thing that I will say in this
0: case is that she was the one who needed to declutter she was the one who wouldn't let him put Anthony in the, in the place do you remember
1: that's right and so actually and he fought the bill
0: but he got her a, de- a professional now your little eyes lit up with a professional declutterer I
1: have to say now, a professional declutterer that is an asset
0: well that's a job for me
1: I'd love that. That's a job now. I would love to do that. Do
0: you ever watch, you know, the Stacey Solomon thing, you know, sort Your Life Out? where
1: she puts everything in the, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. You and I could do a show like that. Absolutely. We could, except for clean a bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you'd get a team. You'd have, yeah, we'd have you'd get, someone no, else. you'd have a team of, you know, get in there and scrub. Do you know anybody who likes to clean? I do like to clean. Oh. Good. I do. I like, I'll tell you what, no, <laughs> I'm going to rephrase this. I'll, I'll, I'll go deeper. <laughs> I don't like to clean. <clears throat> okay. I like the act of something getting cleaner and I like it that it's my responsibility and that I'm responsible for getting a cleaner but the actual act of scrubbing appalls me. <laughs>
0: Weirdly, I quite understand that.
1: Do you know what I mean? I, I, know, I, I mean, love I, looking at a shower and go, today is the day. That's going to be amazing. This is going to be gleaming and then I love, at the end of the day, the shower is clean. But the bit in the middle the bit in the middle where I'm on my hands and knees with a tub of the best <laughs> is less satisfying
0: <laughs> but actually weirdly I enjoy this is the job I'm doing at this moment that's what I'm going to do and and actually weirdly that's about decluttering and all that that's quite I, I quite like that like you know I cleared out the hut the other day and I literally went in and just took everything out of the space and then What's put the back now? oh it's 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 a very glorified thing it's basically a bit of perspex on a, on a thing <laughs> It's like a shed. It's where, it, Well, it's a shed, but not closed in. You know, oh. it's just, it's on, it's, it's attached to the side of our house. It's the people
1: I traffic around. Our,
0: we have three sheds in our house. You have to understand, we have three you sheds. Do, you do. Niamh lives in a complex. My 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 <laughs> husband is shed um, adjacent at all times. <laughs> and, uh, but we also have a hut. So every shed that we get, are, I think the, the bikes are going to go into the shed. But actually... We have three sheds now, and not a bike is in a shed. So they're gotcha. in the clapte as they call it up there, which is Clap uh, They call it a clapte, which is basically a clapte the side of the house. So, it's, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's basically a bit of perspex on a frame. That's where we have our recycling centre built during COVID. And um, it, basically, you know, it's good to keep. He likes to be busy. to Just let him you know, off.
1: You're, you're like Nancy Burt with. Uh, yep,
0: uh, I don't even know who that is. You know is. who that is? No.
1: You have to follow her on Instagram. Who She's is Nancy Perkins? With... I, I bought her books. I bought her three books. Who on, is she? on Amazon, right? She's basically, a, she was a contestant on Bake Off. She's an older lady, but she... On the British one? Yeah, on the British one. But she has all of these books on like, oh, is there is there a stain on your shirt? <gasps> well, here's how you get it out with like, you know, toothpaste on a wish.
0: <laughs> so you you like the idea of cleaning, and you want to know the science of cleaning, but you want to yeah, but you want to tell other people to
1: do it. Yeah, but it's all holistic as well. Not holistic. Um,
0: I have never organic. I organic. have never cleaned a stain holistically. <laughs> Unless you're talking about a stain on my soul. Right? Yeah. It's, not a, it's not a thing.
1: So people use a stain devil. I just wave a feather. <laughs> do you? And state my intention. <laughs> But yeah, Nancy Burst was, oh, she's brilliant on Instagram. I think I know who she is now. Yeah, she's really, really good. Mm -hmm. And like, she's got great baking tips, like, but it's all stuff like how to make your own spreadable butter. Oh, uh, nobody needs to know that. No, but because apparently butter is cheaper than spreadable butter. And then she does these videos where it's like, it's absolutely ridiculous. So all you need to do is blah, 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 blah. And then she does it and it's, you know, you feel great. And then I bought all the books, gone, I'm going to make my own spreadable butter.
0: Three books to make spreadable butter. Yes, bought them six Just months ago. Just leave
1: it in. Haven't cracked the spine. I would love to get a professional declutterer. Yeah. I really would. That's something now. But you would fight them. You would fight them. I would. i challenge them, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Definitely. And do you, know, do you know what I need to do it now for? Clothes.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I'm really good at that. I'll come and do it with you. Okay. I will. I'll make you justify every single thing that you own.
1: I, I know, yeah. But it might be weird. I don't want your finger in me, Smalls. <laughs>
0: Don't be so down on yourself <laughs> if
1: Okay. We have a problem. We have a problem. Okay. Our first problem in the new centenary. In the new centenary of i right. I I'm, I'm, Do you know I'm thrilled? I'm absolutely thrilled. Okay. That we're here. <laughs> I'm thrilled, yeah. I have so much gratitude for working with you, Neve. Really? Yeah, I do. Honestly. I'm
0: looking forward to when you actually show signs of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't like to make myself vulnerable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Deep down, I know you love me, Geroad. <laughs> of course I do. Of course I do, Neve. But that laminate was out quicker than you say this morning, I think, when I was a bit late.
1: <laughs> yeah, Neve was, was a bit late. I was like, ring Eamor <laughs> <laughs> Move she's on. Not, she's not doing Christmas concerts in September. <laughs> she afraid, Get her in here. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Niamh and Girod, Oh. Thank you for this brilliant podcast. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I love listening and I feel that for the past 96 episodes, I have been listening to two of my friends' conversations, wondering when they are going to talk about me. Mm. So here is my problem to make it come true. That's a bit narcissistic. <laughs> no, we are invested now. We, oh, we are invested. We are invested. Fabulous opening. I am in the middle of a divorce and I have just made things a lot more complicated. <laughs>
0: now we're even more invested. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We're on it now. <laughs> okay. I got married in 2019 after six years with someone who I thought was the man of my dreams. I thought I knew him as we had lived together for four years before our wedding. But during COVID, COVID he seems to undergo a personality transplant. Working from home changed our relationship radically, as it does, Niamh. Yeah, it does. It does. As it does. It does. I work in health, I won't be too specific, but I was shut down for the pandemic as opposed to working in a hospital. Okay, I don't know what that means.
0: Well, it means that basically she was
1: probably non-essential. furloughed. <laughs> she was non-essential.
0: <laughs> That's very unfair. It
1: was a very difficult time Corrode. for the opticians.
0: Grow. <laughs> you need, to, this person has written into well, us, is, is opti- be a bit more
1: kind. This is optician, chiropatus. <laughs>
0: New, anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway,
1: okay. Come on. We were home the whole time and it really bothered him that I wasn't working. I tried to use my time. I painted our house from top to bottom. I made curtains and I learned to cook. My husband sat in our living room in his pyjamas on Zoom calls for the duration and to put it mildly he did not thrive. <laughs> <laughs> if he was on but Zoom I, calls. I feel that's a very kind way of
0: this. There, It sounds like there was a lot of track bottoms and PJs. Yeah. Or maybe box of shorts.
1: Yeah. A lot of smalls. A lot of smalls. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We became very distant and he became an asshole. (laughs) He complained about everything. Instead of calling him on it, I let it build up to the point where I resented him a lot. Then he started to openly flirt with women he worked with while on Zoom. That's horrible. He had no regard for me whatsoever and it got to the point where he said so. We both said horrible things to each other and agreed to separate. His family were aware of a lot of this, as I am close to his sister. They saw a lot of the changes in him and said they had to do. They had to do with his underlying mental health, which I guess they did. They did go through a phase of begging me not to leave him. <sighs> okay, oh, come on. Did he? That's a... Did- <laughs> Fabulous point.
0: Anyway, come on. Let's Th- fabulous get... point, Niamh. Okay. Uh,
1: I tried to explain that I was on the outside of his issues. He hated me. He wouldn't listen to me when I asked him to seek help or suggested counselling. At some point, I had to put myself first and after 18 months being treated like a pariah in my own home, we separated. I stayed for another four months and then moved into my own place. I hate how it all turned out and I was looking forward to getting on with my life. However... Three weeks ago, his brother called to my new place with a piece of furniture that I had left at his parents' house when I left. I have always got on with him, and we got to talking, and wouldn't you know it? <laughs> my God, <Jesus> almighty. <laughs> one pig led to another. Oh my God. No, it's no, no, interesting finish. because I got through the first four paragraphs and I was like, this woman is absolutely a saint. A saint. <laughs> She's behaved impeccably. She's taken everything in her stride. She's done everything right. She painted wow. the house. <laughs> There's
0: a little pivot here.
1: Well, the wheels came off. I have always got on with him and we got to talking. And wouldn't you know, it, one thing led to another. I'm aware this is complex <laughs> and a terrible idea. Full disclosure, he and his stepbrother, my ex, don't get on. And he is 11 years younger than me. Wow. Wow.
0: Okay, so much, so much, so <laughs> much.
1: We've seen a lot of each other over the past couple of weeks and it is very exciting. I bet it is. I bet it is. <laughs> 11 years younger, I'd say she can hardly walk. I don't feel like I should have to explain this to anyone. <laughs> now, that's fair, but <laughs> there may be the odd question. <laughs> okay. But I would like a bit of reassurance from my favourite podcasters. What do you think? Am I the worst person in the world? Some of the details are changed to make me identifiable.
0: Unde- Unidentifiable. Unidentifiable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My name is Catherine.
0: In inverted commas, in inverted because commas, yeah. she knows Grode quite well.
1: Yeah, fair play. To her. <laughs> Actually, I appreciate that she didn't use her real name at all. Yes, I know. In, in, even in the, the in the actual uh, in the thing she sent on Instagram. Um, so much to unpack here. This is quite. The gear change. It
0: is. I mean, we thought we were going to be advising on something at the beginning.
1: And Ooh. then it turns out it's something completely different. It's something completely different. I Like what I like about this is that she was treated very badly mm-hmm. and she took it in her stride. And I, I feel like she was rational. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't I, like even though she said that they had a, that they did, they did a moment where they said horrible things to each other. There's something very measured about the way it all happened. Well, and she... she put herself first, and she didn't have, she didn't question herself. She was just like, "This is what's happening, and I need to take myself out of this situation." And I did, and I, and even in situations where, you know, I guess the family tried to make her feel guilty mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. to ask her to stay, yeah, you know, she didn't pick up on that. And you're like, fair play, that is a woman that's on Defin- it, yeah, De- definitely knows what she wants. put herself for, put herself first. Mm-hmm. And like the thing that happened after it, I know now we're laughing. I just feel that it's an extension of everything that came before it. She's no. been measured. She's been, you know, she's been analytical, I think, about the whole thing. And then she's kind of gone, yeah, I'm, I'm done with that situation. This is the situation that has presented itself. None of this is my problem. Everyone else has the problem. I'll continue on my path. OK, I'll continue on my journey.
0: All right. So that's where you're living with that. OK, <laughs> that's
1: not where I'm living. I mean, it's not ideal. <laughs> I mean, is it ideal that she's riding the stepbrother of her ex who has mental health issues and the stepbrother is 11 years younger? It's not... I mean, I'm not saying that this is... You know, this is not the brother's grim version of a divorce. (laughs) (laughs) But... You're okay with it. We are where we are. Okay.
0: Well, you know, I get that, right? My concern here actually is for you, Catherine, because... I wonder what the stepbrother is thinking. Because to me, not not your partner, the stepbrother, 11 years younger, oh. who doesn't get along with your ex. So what is the ultimate revenge for him? I'm just thinking you could get hurt in this situation more than you know. That's my reading of it. And I could be wrong. But yeah. what is his motivation I'm sure he was overwhelmed with desire for you and probably really loves you and all that, and that's great. and if you're having great sex, wonderful. But the fallout beyond this, you're already dealing with somebody with mental health issues, maybe, maybe not, maybe just not in a good place. Who knows? The reality is you have split with this person, you have taken a very affirmative, confident reaction to go and make this life and and you've done it beautifully all the way through, and you've you know, you've tried to help out and do it, and you stayed for quite a while. and now. This ex is, you know, the stepbrother's coming in. I think you need to be apart from that whole situation altogether. And you're getting sucked yes. back in. What motivation has the stepbrother got? Well, well unless he's pined for her all those years. Yeah. No, Which is possible. We, To yeah. be fair, she might just be enjoying the fact that she's enjoying <laughs> a, a younger, more energetic gentleman. But there's probably <laughs> a million people who could do that for her without <laughs> actually. <laughs> Complicating it No, it's just ex. their
1: housewarming. No, let, yeah. it's their housewarming no, presence yourself.
0: I, I have absolutely yeah. zero objection to all of that. I'm actually I would celebrate it. Right? She was,
1: no, I would celebrate. celebrate it.
0: Okay. Now, my experience of men is that they sometimes well, women complicate things sometimes because they overthink. <laughs> shall we say that? And so sometimes circumstances are very straightforward to men. I used to say The the thing about was when my two boys fell out, they'd be you know there'd be a punch and then
1: that'd be it, (laughs) or there'd be and it's over.
0: Whereas women would be pondering the trauma of that and and you know and the. i would hold
1: on to this for ten years. Yes, there's an
0: element of it can be a little bit more complex. You say a lot in that sentence. My stepbrother and his my ex don't get on. He's eleven years younger than me, and he's now here having this. I guess, illicit relationship, illicit is the wrong word, but this kind of exciting, almost, you know, crazy, crazy thing, all of a sudden, out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, maybe you should just look at the situation. And I get, do you know what happens in all of those frizzons? (laughs) Frizzons. That you do have a moment where you look at it and go, now what is, is this? I know. Where is this going? Do you know what the other thing that can happen, right? And this, I this happens to me, right? This is very much in my wheelhouse. What,
0: you, you you have these first songs all the time. No,
1: no, no, I I do this thing where something bad happens, okay, and I have a very careful, emotionally now. intelligent, pragmatic, uh, measured response to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and then immediately after it, you do something really something stupid. Something happens that is much less, you know traumatic or, you know, explosive than what has just happened. Sure, sure. And I have the most (laughs) (laughs) batshit, insane response to it. Like, complete, like, emotional meltdown. Because it has to come out somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And I do think that, particularly with emotional stuff, stuff comes out sideways.
0: I totally get what you're saying. You know, it's such a grown-up response and you know that you need to be all grown-up about these things and then you go,
1: (laughs) I think the one thing we're really clear on is don't judge yourself.
0: No, no. Like no, you we're know, celebrating the fact that you're having you're having a good time. You've you've asserted yourself, yourself. You've you've taken yourself out of a bad situation and you're putting yourself in a very positive one. Just don't Is it re-engage great? in it.
1: No. no, I mean it's not a great situation. No. You know, you know all of this, though. Yeah. You know, we're not. But there's maybe. no point in us saying this to you, but. But look, it is what it is.
0: You just, you, if you look at it, you're just really worried about the fact that the motivation, you're just getting sucked back into that space when you've done so much to get beyond it. I yeah, think it seems also, an awful
1: shame. You've done your time thinking, what does he think of yeah. this? You've d- like, you've done your time. You've had that for years. You've, you've been stuck in a house with somebody that where you're constantly thinking, what does he think of this? What does he think of my life? Why doesn't mm. he approve of me? Yeah. Guess what? He doesn't. He hasn't approved of you for ages. Yeah. So you know what? It's okay. You don't have to worry about not proving of this.
0: Yeah, but I just think more. I'm more concerned about you, Catherine. Exactly. You know, it, it's fine if you're enjoying it, but if you get invested in this and it's not what you think it is, then that might be difficult. So, yes, we definitely want to follow up on this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's know how it goes.
0: <laughs> yeah. And yeah maybe but you know what? Don't break any hearts. No, no. And, and especially your own, Catherine. Do you Nave, like that? Nave.
1: Do you like that? What a, What a finish. Now, Neve, do you know what we forgot to do?
0: What did we forget to do?
1: One of our listeners has been in touch. Oh, yes. One of, now, we're not going to share what she shared to no, us. No, because she, private. Did, she wanted it private, yeah. Private, private. She's gone through some stuff. She's gone through some stuff. But this week. But this week, on Thursday. There's a special day. It's a special day. Mm-hmm. It's not a special day. No. It's just it was, it's, it's a day like any other. It really is, but it, it was meant to be something. It was meant to be a special day. And we just want to say, if you're listening, Siobhan, this is Grode's take on it. He's a bollocks. <laughs> He's an absolute bollocks. And do you know what? I hope happens today. I hope he falls down a well. He deserves it. Yeah. Well, so have go. a nice day. Yeah. Neve, we have another problem. Do I you want to read this one?
0: I'm going to read this one. Neve and Garode, my darlings. Oh. I look forward to Monday morning so much. Many nights I have sat up in bed at 1159 Refreshing Spotify, hoping it won't be late and it never is.
1: And I'm going to tell you this. There's been many nights I have sat up in bed at 11.35 trying to beep somebody's name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have never let me down. He doesn't say it, but I'm putting
1: in By grod. By skin of my teeth.
0: <laughs> I am planning on signing up the bonus stuff very soon. Make it very, very soon. soon.
1: <laughs> How dare you?
0: <laughs> I love this. Okay, so... Twelve days ago, I was in a coffee shop beside where I work and it was very crowded. So I sat at a table with a man I did not know. Oh, this is like very brief encounter, like, isn't it? Very nice. We said polite helloes and busied ourselves. I was reading and was working on, he was working on his laptop. At one point, I spilled my coffee and was uh, apologetic as his laptop got wet He was very understanding and I used my sweatshirt to to dry it. For a few moments, we got on and had a nice connection. When he went to leave, he realized that his phone was missing from the table. He was very upset and panicked about it. He retraced his steps all over the coffee shop and was convinced it had been on the table. Then he became quite accusatory because he said it was there until I had spilled the coffee. Oh, my goodness. I was absolutely furious with him. We exchanged some harsh words and I left after trying to explain that I had not seen his effing phone and the absolute cheek of him to even suggest that I had.
1: Well, Okay. Did
0: you ever wish you were in a coffee shop more? I know. (laughs) Watching
1: this. Okay. I I don't know how this ends, but I will say these people are going to end up married. Uh, Well. That's my prediction. I know how this ends. Trust me.
0: I'm not as sure. (laughs) Okay. Later that night, I was clearing out my big old bag and I found a second iPhone identical to mine in every way in the bottom of my bag. I remembered that I had picked it off the table when I spilled a coffee and wiped it and thrown it into my bag. But because it was so clearly mine, (laughs) I didn't realise But it wasn't mine. In a way, I'm glad I didn't realize in the shop because he would have accused me of stealing it because oh. I had been so assured that it was my phone and that I didn't have his. I hope to God there was no CCTV in, in that coffee shop. I know. It is dead, so he can't see it on Find My iPhone, but I have seen him four times since then at the coffee shop and each time we nodded at each other. I think he still incorrectly su- suspects me. I don't know what to do. Should I give it back or throw it in a lake? Help! Confused,
1: call me Connie. Lol.
0: Connie, that is oh my God. up there at one of my favorite
1: problems. But, but, like she says, the thing she says, <laughs> he still incorrectly suspects me. No, he doesn't. Because you did you take stole it. He stole his phone. <laughs> Like if you like, this is the problem. This is a proper murder she wrote episode because if you looked at the CCTV, what you would see is you doing an absolute con man's trick, which is like, oh, I spilled coffee, and then you pick up his phone and put it in your bag. Like that looks like it. That looks like a thing that people that rob phones do. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I
0: hate to say, it, and he is he is not seeing. The later CCTV in your house when you go, Oh Oh my God, that's not recorded. (laughs) So you've seen him four times since, right? The first time is to go back and go, Holy shit. (laughs) You could have gone back to the shop and said, No, listen, there's a million things you could have done. At this point, Connie, I don't know where you are with things because at this point, If he is the love of your life,
1: it's all over for you. This is never... There's no coming back from it. Well, I'm trying to think what I would do in that situation, right? I would now, buy I, him coffee. I'll be, I'll be honest. That every is, time he went in yeah. there, you would have free coffee for the rest of his life. I would say... If it's been... Did she say how long it's been? No, she doesn't. But she does say she's
0: seen him about four times. So it's a while.
1: So it's a while or or it's, it's a thing that they visit the coffee shop every day.
0: Yeah. You could come clean.
1: I would say come clean. I would come clean. I'll tell you why. Because... Of the resale value of that phone. Give it back to him. The chances are he has had to. Now the other side of this is, he's, if he has mobile phone insurance, he's probably had to make a police report. Oh. And the IMEI of the, you know. Uh, I wouldn't, uh, I tell you what I wouldn't do. I wouldn't turn that phone on. No, Don't turn the phone on. <laughs> do not turn that phone on. If you're um, still
0: seeing him, yes, I'm with you, Groot. I think I would go to him and say, you won't believe what's happened. But you can make it out that you've literally just found it.
1: Yeah, because yes. A you yes. haven't
0: found it you know you say I hadn't used the bag for a while I threw it out and there there it is or you know maybe I didn't th- I mean to be fair it's such an easy thing to happen right I get that but, <laughs> <laughs> but we're no, kind of a long way the be the with here it's
1: not an easy no, thing that's... to happen it's quite <laughs> it's quite an elaborate chain of events it's quite a life skill and what I will say is that the only reason that we're saying it's an easy thing to happen have happened, is it, we're trying have to make you feel better. It's, I'm quite a chaotic individual and that's the sort of thing that would happen to yeah. me. <laughs> Connie, I, I feel for you, right, because you, you absolutely
0: clearly did not mean, does he listen to this podcast? You should ask him, maybe get him to listen to God. Uh, no, but here.
1: You've made a good point. Yeah. Because what we've said is that there is no CCTV footage of her finding that phone in her bag. No, clearly. There's only CCTV footage of her you know, stealing very it. Very cleverly stealing it. <laughs> Palming how, it how, as they say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> However, I guess this is probably an authentic platform where <laughs> you've got this across. And if he does accuse, you can go, listen, I I'm 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 I was really stressed out about it. I even wrote into a podcast to get advice on it. I don't but I don't know to how to episodes. I didn't
0: know how to get myself out of it. I think anybody listening to that explanation, Connie, they would absolutely see and you're just giving him back his phone nothing has happened on his accounts nothing has happened on anything you yes. can say you
1: d- didn't discover it till a wee while after but you didn't know what to do the other thing is you don't know and, and I, this is why I would do this quickly right you don't yeah. know when that phone battery ran out no so you don't know and because of you probably kept it in the same place yeah. you don't know that it didn't it wasn't sitting in your house for four hours recording the location yeah. so that the last known location on find my iPhone <laughs> Is your house, and that because of the nature of the guards in Ireland, the guards are like we must get to that, we must get to that, we must, yeah. like. And someday, yeah, and someday there's a knock on the door. No, I
0: seriously, Connie, kind of fess up. It might be the start of something beautiful. No, I think what you have to do is
1: you have to be careful though. Yeah. Because you are already <laughs> feeling this. quite hostile towards this <laughs> man. <month. laughs> And, and I do think we need to get across that you have absolutely no business being no hostile towards person. You have stolen his phone. I understood.
0: <laughs> like, I understood how you were hostile at the
1: time. <laughs> like, like, you need to let go of all of that indignation because, it, it you know, it's it, it has no place. <laughs> like, I know you're appalled. He, he thought you stole his phone. I know. but the But what we're discovering is you absolutely did. You stole his phone. So you need to bear that in mind so that if he gets annoyed that you're not, well, how dare you? Like, no, no, no. You just need to accept it. You need to take. And I don't think you should approach him unless you can fully take that on the chin. Yeah, no. Because you have to do that. Because that is like the chances are he has you know, laid out a grand for a new phone in the interim.
0: Oh, dear.
1: But I have to say, this is one of my favorite letters <laughs> <ranches> we've ever <laughs> seen.
0: It's really hard to know. I mean, I to be it depends on how long this is going on. I can't even begin to think how I can go. But if you are meeting him regularly, you're going to be in his space regularly.
1: But also, uh, do you know what the other thing is that will oh, haunt you. Oh, it, it is haunting. That will haunt you. I remember years ago, right? Mm. I um. Oh God! I helped somebody collect money for uh. For a charity. Yeah. and it was only a very small amount of money. So I had all these coins in an Careful. envelope and it, it they were in my drawer. And I was like, I live, I live near them. I'll drop, I'll drop that in, right? Was it a troker box? I'd say it was about six months before I dropped it in. And I was like, I have to do that, I have to do that. But every time I thought about it, like there are nights I would think about it at night and I'd go, Oh my god, I haven't done that. And I would lie awake at night. So this is this is very much the telltale heart, this phone. Yeah. You need to get rid of this. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Definitely. Do it in a public place. <laughs> Nobody can die. Yeah, or even
1: <laughs> this might be a good idea. If you don't know the man talk to them in the coffee shop and say, you know that man was in here, blah, blah, blah. He probably was asking about his phone, right? Mm. So see if they can identify him that way, right? Yeah. And you could write a letter and this is a letter you put time into. It's just like, I am so sorry. I can't believe it. I'm so mortified. You can make it funny. Send us a copy of the letter. Send us a copy of the letter. and th- but, but what you can do is and then leave the phone with the letter in the shop and, an and just be like, I'm so sorry. I found this I found this weeks after in the bottom of my big bag. Yeah, or whatever length of time. I have no idea. I had it. I'm mortified. I'm mortified. I have seen you twice and I panicked because I didn't know what to say to you.
0: No, well, you, didn't, you don't have to admit that well, you maybe, knew Well, Yeah, no, don't. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. have selective, to admit that you knew that. With the truth. Unless selective he's listening with the to the truth. podcast. But I'm just saying, the thing is, yes, actually, that's quite a good idea. That gives you a bit of distance and maybe <laughs> never go back to that coffee shop again.
1: I think my favourite piece of it is how. <laughs> how wronged and indignant you feel about the whole situation.
0: <laughs> no, but she did before she found out. To be fair, she
1: doesn't feel wronged and indignant. She knows where she is. It's at the beginning when she well, tells she him. she said he became quite accusatory because he said it had been there until I spilled in my coffee.
0: Yes, but she didn't check I her bag. I was
1: furious with it.
0: Yes, but that's okay. <laughs> then, that's before she found the phone. And then she we found the phone. We changed
1: some harsh words. She robbed his phone and she called him a bollock. <laughs> that's basically what <laughs> Like it's the very definition of insult to injury. It is.
0: <laughs> this is definitely one of those things where you have to bite the bullet. I love the idea of the letter growth.
1: Yes, it gives you a little separation. One way or another.
0: Yeah, one way or another, it'll be resolved.
1: It'll be resolved. <laughs> it's your future that's hanging in the balance. Um, Neef. It's such a joy always. It's been wonderful, but on our 100th episodes, I know, I know. I'm thrilled to be working with you, Neef.
0: I think. That you are a magnificent human being.
1: Me,
0: I know, and I've learned so much about you over the last hundred shows, and
1: you know some of it better than others. And, the <laughs> thing- <laughs> and I'll be honest, a lot of it would have coloured my decision on doing the podcast, but if I'd known it earlier, but we are where we
0: are. We are, we are, we are. <laughs> Uh, but actually It is such a joy Every single day You make my heart glad Every single day And I absolutely love the fact That you do way more work On this than I do Of course Niamh, Even of course. if you do edit me out It's
1: all I deserve <laughs> <laughs> It's all I deserve Neve. You're a goddess oh, Say more And I just want to say that I'm very grateful That we're together Really? Podcasting duo. I am I am very grateful And I also think That you were very kind to me When I was a teenager Was I? <laughs> yeah And I think that you could have been Very dismissive <laughs> Through, kind of. I don't know disinterest <laughs> perhaps a little fear <laughs> but you're always very kind I always felt I could take you to a very weird little teenager from around the corner I
0: know <laughs> and look at you look at you now
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah I appreciate you very much Nick.
0: OK bring on the next centenary
1: I hope I'm making more money <laughs> <laughs> yeah well
0: yeah, the, we will have to make money at some point <laughs> you know i give
1: you rants at gmail.com if you want to get in touch we yes. would love to have your problems always we would love to have your uh, input into and your, our show Connie into your, your show Connie your follow up <laughs> Connie immediately <laughs> immediately <laughs> we want to be cc'd on the email oh my gosh please. yes please Um, and please subscribe to Headstuff Plus our bonus show Vintage Rants oh yeah begins this Thursday. I'm really super excited. Yeah. I've I, I listened to the first four episodes and they're very good. They're very, very good. Yeah. We were on phone. They're my favourite out of the hundred. Stop saying that. You're upsetting phone. me. If they're very good, <laughs> Niamh. They're very good. Niamh takes the helm. Ah. Um, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.